and happy Sunday, everybody. Thanks for coming out and joining us for a bit of Sunday night piracy. Um, if you didn't get a chance to watch our Session Zero last week, it's still on the Twitchers. And I believe I've even already... <laughs> and I believe I already moved it to our YouTube. So if you're YouTubers or Twitchers, last week is still available to watch if you'd like to. Um, so yeah, here we are Sunday night. Um, this particular game is a... Uh, well, if you're not familiar with uh, Matt Mercer's work with Wildmont, um, this one is based on the founding of the Revelry and the establishment of Darktoe. So this would be 40 years uh, pre-season one and two of Critical Role, uh, as we are kind of going to be on our own kind of like little discovery and uh, adventure with our pirate friends, who are technically not pirates yet. They're technically crude privateers. And our last session, we summarized the state of the world, uh, we also summarized and rolled their characters, rolled their stats, picked their lineages, and all the fun stuff that comes with that. So really briefly, we'll uh, introduce everybody um, now that they have character names that are posted and their character details are on the overlay. Um, also, uh, I will do some quick house cleaning, and then we will recap our last session. So, uh, Brendan, go ahead and tell us about Gatharn really quick. All right, uh, Gatharn is a half orc, half goblin. Or no, <laughs> no, that goblin's <laughs> on the brakes. Half orc, half gnome, barbarian, <laughs> half wild magic. Um, you couldn't have said that better. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, he's a, he's a three foot three uh, little ball of anger. Sounds. He's drunk, then he's really happy. Sounds like he's he's almost made up. Um, Shannon, tell us about Mitty. All in my head. <laughs> hello, hello. Yes, I will be playing Mitty Devine, the Blood Hunter Dampier Extraordinaire. And uh, Vince, tell us about Jin. Hi, my name is Vince. I'm gonna be playing Jin Dunto. He is a warlock. And Cesare. Hey, I'm Cesare. I'll be playing Omni, who is a changeling, Sorkadin, paladin sorcerer. Yes, we had a very interesting chill session discussion about that. It's uh, down there in the in the Twitchers as well. So check that out. It was, it was pretty interesting. We had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Maddie, tell us about your little goblin bard. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maddie. <laughs> I'll be playing a Rusal Grundle Tree, a pirate bard. I have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> and my name's Jason. I will be the uh, storyteller for this evening. Um, I have been telling stories probably ever since I was one years old, but getting away with it when I was nine and enjoying it by the time I was ten. And ever since I've Love this game that we call D and D. I've you know gone through all of its incantations. A um, couple things. Uh, RPG Academy. You know all of our socials are down below, so I'm not gonna go through all those. We do run shows just about every night, with the exception of Wednesday and Saturday. Although I suspect that's going to change as our buddy Vince is possibly going to be running 
his uh, game on the Twitchers, and I could see Cesare's arm because he fixed something. There we go. Now I fixed it. Um, the uh, Wednesday, I have two Wednesday campaigns that are in the process of wrapping up, and then I will be possibly bringing a Wednesday show. Other than that, we have shows every night. We have chill sessions. Uh, we have a Discord. We have everything you need from a community that, uh, well, loves this game, and we love to support all of our other community members uh, that play this game as well. So to summarize the world that our players are in, this is 40 years, well, 20 years before the rise of Vecna upon Exandria and the Eldori continent. And this is 20 years before the conversation of the undead city as well as the relationship of the tomb takers with the well i don't want to put any spoilers out there but if you follow critical role um i like wild mott for a lot of reasons and as an origin story we're just going to quickly recap on the summary of the world the new marquee that's in charge does not like the fact the privateer captains of the Menagerie Coast seem to hold sway over the cost of doing business. With this, changes are coming. They are, most don't really know yet. For the last hundred years, the golden age of the privateer has held sway to the wealth of the world, the cost of doing business, and pretty much holding those at hostage are usually used to holding others at hostage. The, Macar the Marquis family has brought, brought someone in, unfamiliar, unknown. Gregor Assad Ashim has decided to do something a little bit more differently. This world of privateers, guild houses, Secret orders and secret organizations, including the Myriad, not headed by the gentleman, but headed by somebody else of rather less esteem and more nefarious need or nature. We find our five privateers surviving what could only be called an interlude with a hurricane. Once surviving that interlude, they spend three days adrift on a raft. Well, a segment of the old Maximizer that had sunk to the bottom of the sea during the hurricane and using some of their skill and the ability to keep from dying of both thirst and starvation, they currently linger on this piece of debris. So on this third day, I believe it was Gatharn and Ruzel, look out across the horizon to see a ship sailing in their direction. At the same time, they notice a fin or tentacle or tail of some sort cresting out of the water as well. And that's where we last left off with our five individuals. Rizal, as you're sitting on this piece of debris, watching this thing, whatever it might be, coming towards you, you begin to kind of drift back to that night of the hurricane and think about things that had occurred that caused you to question whether or not being on the Maximizer was such a good idea. Now, 
meeting Gatharn and Mehdi and Jin and Omni have provided their own set of entertainment for you. Your level of introspect with them is yours to choose. But for you, being a chef on the Maximizer was kind of a dream come true. You had the kitchen to yourself. You had some swabbies that helped you run the kitchen. You fed a crew of 75 people on a three-deck galley known as the Maximizer, quite a predominant ship. One would even say a ship of the line. It was on the night of the hurricane that you were delivering food to Captain Trinity's quarters. Just before you entered into the quarters to deliver the food, you could hear him having a heated argument with somebody. It wasn't super easy to figure out what was being said, but something about agreements, dangerous agreements were being made, an argument from somebody else who thought that Trinity was taking on something that he could not handle. And if word were to get out to his brother, his brother could be quite upset. His brother, Thorvald. And as you're about to open the door and deliver the food is when the massive rogue wave crashes into the ship, leaving you tumbling and crashing about the hallway of the ship. Omni. As in your condition, what condition are you currently in? Uh, when you say condition, <laughs> do you, are you talking about attire or my the look? How I am maybe a little seeming? Yeah, how are you seeming right now? Okay, 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 okay. So, um. Omni, being a changeling, he has uh, many personas in which he dons for various tactical and or emotional uh, expression. And uh, at this point, he would be in his uh, normal first mate um, attire, which would be uh, a bit of look uh, studded leather armor looking um, with a nice tailored fitted coat that has uh, tails on it with a lovely hat, um, not too big, uh, Captain gets the big hat, um, but a nice one with one side folded up that has a nice plume coming out of it. Um, he carries, uh, they carry a rapier. Um, they are a they them, we our. I like to throw in random ones as well. Um, uh, because of all of the many personas that they have. And yeah, mostly browns and grays, um, black belts and straps and uh, a very fancy vest. As they look across over at Roselle pointing at something, Omni sees this massive tentacle begin to rise from the other side of the debris. It arcs up, begins to kind of hover and twitch. You yourself begin to wonder, was getting on the maximizer potentially worth all of this? Drift at sea for three days Rescue may be just on the edge of getting here, but something rather large has taken an interest in this piece of debris. And you're beginning to think back to that night of the hurricane. You intended to meet up with Jen up in the common deck to have a meal. 
in the evening. You're familiar with Giselle's cooking. She cooks well. And there was um, one of the reasons why the Maximizers always had such a call for um, recruitment and those that want to serve on the Maximizer. The pay is well. The food is well done. Even the grog, bit of a legendary grog as well. You slip out of your hammock. They head up the stairs. They see Jin. And as you sit down to discuss something with Jin in the middle, in the midst of this hurricane striking, they catch a shadow falling past the port on the side of the ship. Just drops right by. And as they stand up to go see what that was, you watch as a shadow of a massive rogue wave crashes into the side of the ship. Jin, with just your dagger in hand, watching as Omni is taking an interest at one tentacle rising, Rizel taking at another, you remember taking the time out that evening to have a meal with Omni and, uh, uh, and discuss some things. For some reason... As soon as Omni sits down, they get up and they head over beyond you. Just as they get up and head over beyond you, you see from the opposite side of the ship in the portal a sudden drop of a shadow from the other side. It's at that point you feel something crash into the side of the ship and the entire force of Omni comes crashing across you. And that's all you can remember from that evening. Mehdi. Hey, Shannon, remind me, because I know you don't update your Discord all the time. Are you they, theming on the pronoun with Mehdi or? Not with Mehdi. No. Okay, cool. Sure. Thank you. Um, uh, Shannon's in one of my other campaigns, so I never want to disappoint. I try my best. I mean, I'll, I'll promise if you give me a farthing, I won't fall anymore. Um, so, Mehdi. You were up on the upper deck at the time, helping and assisting most of the crew, staring at this massive tentacle that is now facing off near you. You begin to wonder, was the Maximizer worth all that training? Was it worth getting familiar with the privateer portion of the reality of this world? However, being up on deck, you watched as the rogue wave was approaching. You knew there was nothing you could do. However, as it crested and became taller and taller, just before it slammed into the ship, throwing you out into the water, you could see a massive 20-foot metallic shadow kind of pulse out of the crested wave and then disappear back down inside of it just as the ship gets hit by this rogue wave. Gatharn, you're staring at this massive tentacle now hovering in front of you. Rizel has pointed out to another one. Omni facing off one. You watch Jin uh, and Mehdi both uh, taking up defensive positions as these tentacles are now writhing and coming out and breaking through the surface of the ocean there is no hesitation in your thought process at this point. There is no misgivings. 
this is the situation you find yourself in every time you go in any direction. This just happens to be at sea. Whether it's a tavern, a bar, a market square, it doesn't matter. This is the kind of stuff that just piques your interest and would seem that you've definitely found the right group of people to get involved. However, your thoughts linger to that night. You remember walking up from the hold after working with some crew to, um, well, secure some crates because the hurricane had been raging for quite some time. There was some concern. There was even a particular amount of concern over one particular iron box that was quite large, well secured. There was at least two sailors that were responsible for keeping an eye on it. And you clearly noticed it as you came out from above the hold, just as the rogue wave hit. However, as soon as the rogue wave hit, there were two noises that surprised you. One was the sound of this wave crashing into the side of the ship. The other was the sound of a crack, a, a rending sound of lumber being purposely shredded. Two metallic devices protruding into the hold of the ship and then the entire ship beginning to roll over and come apart as the rogue wave hit it. All of you now standing here on this piece of debris, nothing more than a dagger in hand, nothing else, no armor, just simple attire, simple day clothing that you were wearing on that day. As these tentacles hover and twitch around you, looking beyond on the break of the horizon, a vessel, a sailing vessel, gets closer, but you're not sure if it's close enough. It's getting closer. The tentacles begin to writhe and twitch. Whether or not you're friends now, whether or not you want to be friends later, all five of you recognize that moment of survival as you are staring at it. I need everybody to roll for initiative, please. Just right away. Just jump right in. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. You know, uh, what's that? Uh, Naked and Afraid? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Natural 20. Okay. Nice. 23. All right. Pretty good. I don't think I'm going to beat Jin. 27. <laughs> like I said, still don't think I'm going to be Jin. All right. 21. Well, we're about to be naked, just not afraid. <laughs> I right. might still be a little bit afraid. <laughs> Why is that naked thing half as big as he is? Naked and slightly afraid. Omni, you got a 21? Slightly around. Yes. What'd you get there, uh, Medi? 17. I felt good about it until now. <laughs> and he what'd you get, Rizagra? He's got a club. Uh, I got a, got a 19. All right. So I've got Jin, Gatharin, then Mr. Squid, then I've got Omni, Rizel, and Medi. Wait, do we have two camera angles? Let's go. So. One other thing I tried to get ready for tonight, but I just didn't have time, was I finally figured out a way to do an overlay pointer. So in the future, when we have encounters, 
I will have a three-dimensional pointer that will actually show you where you are on the camera. Uh, save me the, the, the challenge of having to get up and touch everything. But nice. for, the, uh, for the sake of this, um, I have temporary minis until you guys produce minis for me to use for you or send them to me however you want to get them to me. Obviously, you can see the small kraken-like creature off to the right. Um, needs to say Omni, um, the half-naked, good-looking guy off to the right there. Um, I've got uh, Rizel in the bottom, uh, and I've got Gatharn in the middle, since I have two goblin minis. Uh, Jin, you're just kind of dark and apocalyptic-looking. And then, um, Mehdi, I've got you up top. Uh, once again... Just temporary uh, to give me some way of being able to track the encounter, as they say. So, with that, Jin, you are up, and Gareth or Gatharn, you are on deck. Okay. Here's what I would like to do <laughs> I would like to dip my hands into the water, cast shape water. Okay. And freeze the water into a battle axe for Katharn. Or into a great axe. And it's an action to cast that spell, correct? Yes. Okay, so that'll be your action. I'm good okay. with that. And then I will... Remember, I'm three foot three. <laughs> it's appropriate. I've seen your great axe around. <laughs> so it's a battle axe for me. It's a great axe for you. <laughs> And I will bonus action hand it off to Cathar and, and uh, cower behind Omni. Okay. And that's, that'll be my turn. All right. Cathar,n uh, you are up, and then the Lesser Kraken is on deck. Okay, I was just looking up damage for, uh, we're going with just regular battle axe, right? I think so. That's fairly appropriate for what Jin just made. So 1d8. Okay. Uh, bonus action. I am going to Hunter's Market. Okay. And then I'm going to charge, jump, and attack it. Of course you will. <laughs> All right, roll the hit. All right, first attack. Uh, 16 plus 7, 23. Uh, 23 will definitely hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. D8 and D6. Let's see, that's 6 plus 4, 10 damage. 10 points. Splashing damage. Okay. Second attack. Is a critical miss. 
Okay. Um, with that, as you leap, all of you watch as Gatharn leaps into the air about five to eight feet out towards the creature and begins slashing into it with this frozen axe that was handed to him by Jin. You watch Gatharn as a tentacle kind of coils nearby and goes to lash out at you as a reaction. That is going to be a 26 to hit. Only by like 10. Okay. Um, and give me a strength save, please. Uh, that would be 26. 26. You are grappled, but you are not restrained. This creature has managed to get its tentacle around you because you were midair and you feel a grab. You feel like this paral like paralyzing sensation at first, but rather than being restrained due to this weird effect that was having on you, you're currently grappled by it and you still have free use of your weapon. But no damage, right? No damage. Because you you saved. Otherwise, you would have taken damage. All right. That'll finish Gatharn's turn. Um, (laughs) TPK first 20 minutes, you think? (laughs) Um, That'll finish Gatharn's turn. The Lesser Kraken's going to go. Um, Omni, there are two coming at you. That is a 24 and a 22. Do you need me to tell you that they hit? That's yes. Yes. Okay. That'll be 18 points of bludgeoning <clears throat> damage. And give me a strength save, please. Oh, strength save. Gross. <laughs> uh, 14. 14. You are grappled as well. It's fine. It gets me closer. I was going to attack it physically anyways. All right. And then I've got one coming at Rizel, and I got one coming at Mehdi. Rizel, that's going to be a 19. Uh, Yeah, that hits. That is going to be 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh, baby. Uh, Meta, you watch as... I got an eight. You watch as the tentacle just swings, like, right over your head. Um, now I need everyone to make deck saves. Nineteen. Okay. Ten. A nine? Okay. Ten for me. Okay. Twenty-three. Okay. Sixteen. Okay, so Jin and Roselle, you two drop to the you drop down prone on the debris as another tentacle has attacked the debris and begin to shake it violently, trying to force all of you off of it and into the water. I feel like there's gonna be a record scratch 
and we're all going to freeze in midair, some in tentacles, some just like falling over, and it's going to be like, I bet you're wondering how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> and then some 80s music is going to play. <laughs> <laughs> be great. Three days earlier. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> you know the epilogue that Jason just gave? That's what rolls after this scene. Yep. Absolutely. So with Six that, prior. that will finish the creature's go. Omni, you are up, and Roselle, you're on deck. Sweet. Cool. Wow. Okay. <sighs> I am going to... Oh my gosh, this is hopefully this will work. Um, we're gonna cast Channel Divinity and we're gonna use uh, Marine Layer. Okay, so we can channel the sea to create a thick cloud of fog that surrounds us and heavily obscures an area for 20 feet in all directions, uh, following us as we move. Uh, we and all creatures within five feet of us. Treat the fog as lightly obscured. This fog lasts for 10 minutes and spreads around corners and can't be dispersed. Where would you like to place it as a... You want to place it on the creature? Or? It's, it's on us. Okay. So the entire... Us is in Omni. Yeah. So the, the, the chunk of debris is where you want it centered. If Yeah. If we're still on it, yeah. definitely. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and there's no save for it, right? That's a condition. Uh, it is a DC 16. Um, Wisdom. If it's if if it is a uh, if it does have an effect, but no, this is just a area effect, basically. DC and it follows it follows Omni as we move. Gotcha. Is it uh, Wisdom Intelligence DC against what? Oh no! The, for this particular channel divinity, um, there isn't a DC. It's just an area effect. Gotcha. But when there for other ones. Uh, other channel divinity uh, capabilities. That's when the DC kicks in. So yeah, that is our action. Um, bonus action. <laughs> uh, we would like to scream. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just. Ah! That'll finish your turn. Um, Roselle, you're up, and then Mehdi, you're on deck. All right. Um, I would like, if I may, um, we're going to get a little creative with this. Um, you'll find that I tend to be a little unhinged <laughs> as I play. Um, so I would like to cast Mage Hand 30 feet in the air, because you said there was a ship, right? On the horizon? Correct. Excellent. Um, so I would like to cast Mage Hand, um, but I would like to make the actual hand as big as possible. Um, and I'd like to cast that 30 feet in the air with the intention of grabbing that ship's attention. Okay, so... How shall we do this? <laughs> I'll say that entire effort will consume your action. That's perfect. Um... Including your bonus action. That's fine. So half your move to stand up. And yeah. all of you watch as Roselle just... <laughs> she puts her hand up in the air and you watch this extended like, bit of both light and magical effect. And then at the, at the very edge of the control, you watch this semi-ghost-like kind of like large hand 
It's just like going like this in the direction of the ship that's coming. Um, Roselle, give me a persuasion check, please. Um, uh, About how far away is the ship? Do I feel inspired with that little... Uh... <laughs> Um, so that is a that is a net twenty for a total of twenty seven for persuasion. Nice. Um, unfortunately for you, Omni, you're not entirely. You can't during your turn. You can make. I'll let you make a check for that. Currently, you're not really sure how far it is, and putting this mist around you and your companions is, well, they've made it a little bit more difficult to see. Oh yeah, for <laughs> for Omni and anybody right next to Omni, it is just lightly obscured. Correct. But for anybody else in it that's not five feet away from <laughs> from us, is uh, it's it's yeah. I, I wanted it to try and have disadvantage in trying to grapple us and get us off the raft. So fair enough. Um, that'll finish Roselle's turn. Medi, you're up. All right, DM. Can I still see? My dumbass compatriot in the tentacle. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get real creative with it. Ready? Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. She's been waiting so long. <laughs> That's copyrighted. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, right, I'll, I'll pay the fees. Okay. Uh, as long as you pay the fees. Um, I'm trying to save your life right now. Sorry. Um, I'm going to... Oh, not you. My other Ma'am, I'm just knocked prone. To, uh, I'm not in a tentacle. I'm taking I'm a nappy nap. To cut the tentacle that is holding my tiny friend. Fair enough. All right. Are you, uh, are you aiming thing. specifically for that tentacle then? Yes. Okay. I know that it will have a higher AC. It will be a different, yep. It'll be 26 will hit. And what color are your laser beams? Ooh, probably. If she says green, Scarlet. I'm out of here. <laughs> Scarlet color? Fair enough. Puce. Puce. Not a very good roll, but 15. Uh, are you rolling to hit? Yes. Uh, that'll miss. Cool, 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 cool. All right, first one hits. Boop. Here comes here come the damage dice for poor Shannon. <laughs> Uh, well, you see, that's why I took Savage Attacker, but it does not apply to Eldritch Blast, so. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Um, you, uh, all of you watch as two streaks of scarlet uh, lights just strike into the creature. One hits, the other one kind of glancing off the hide of its tentacle. Um, I'm going to make it do a con save. It maintains the grapple. On our buddy Gatharn. Um, that'll finish Maddie's turn. Let's, is there anything else you want to do? You good? All right. So that puts us at the top of the second round. Jin, you are up. And Gatharn, you're on deck. Uh, how much movement for me to roll off the debris into the water? Well, I mean, probably just 10 feet just to kind of roll off and land in the water. Okay. So this is a little weird because my movement as if I'm walking is only 30, but my swim is 40. Okay. So 
I would like to roll off the plank and move as far as close towards the lesser kraken as possible. Okay. And it's not very graceful. All you guys hear is uh, uh, uh. splash. And that'll put you just about 10 feet out of range of it. Off to the okay. right. I will bonus action and summon a spectral tentacle close to it. Nice. You're not the only one to bring tentacles in here, motherfucker. <laughs> Weirdly, lesser krakens immune to tentacles? <laughs> Except you're underwater, so it's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, tentacle of the Deep. Does it... Is it a bonus action to summon? Okay, so I can't attack with it this turn. Probably has summoning sickness, correct? I don't know what that means. Is that a magic thing? Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I'm nerdy. I'm not that nerdy. Some things that you summon within the game mechanics may suffer from summoning sickness. Like if mm -hmm. you summon a uh, like a method demon devil or something like that. It'll but it sounds like yeah, it you. sounds like you summon it during your bonus action, and, and then, then I have to use my bonus action to attack. Correct. So, uh, you know what? I will eldritch blast. Everybody's got pew 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 pews. <laughs> and uh, it sounds like shrieking lightning <laughs> underneath the water, so whatever that sounds like to you guys. It's going to sound like noise muffled by water. Yeah. 26 <laughs> for the first one. That'll hit. And, oh, 12 for the second one. Uh, that'll miss. Oh, max damage, 15 points. Nice. And that will be my turn. That's how you do that Warlock stuff by BT Dubs. So for those of you above water, you just watch as a like a wave of steam and some kind of energy kind of pulsates from underwater towards the direction of the Kraken, slamming into it under the water. It actually kind of, kind of responds to the effect um, and rolls a natural one on its concentration and drops Gatharn and drops Omni. You're welcome. I can't hear you over the sound of the fact that you're about to be eaten by a kraken. Because you just I had like a clear line of like hitting it. I mean, it was holding me. All I had to do was just keep smacking it. Okay, well, you sound ungrateful, and that's the last time I save you. You remember, <laughs> you remember session one, bud. I will clip this, and we are going to keep it in the archive forever. Save me, save me. So, Omni, you are no longer grappled, and Gatharn, you are no longer grappled. Uh, Gatharn, you are up, and the creature's on deck. I'm sorry, and yeah, the creature's on deck. Rage. Bonus action, rage. And I rolled an eight for my wild magic. So, you're currently wading, treading water. All of you watch as a now swimming Gatharn. Are you nude yet? Have you dropped the kilt since you've bonus action raged? Haven't yet, no. Okay. Um, 
You watch. His first bonus action was Hunter's Mark. You watch as a shimmering light kind of bubbles around him in his immediate vicinity that he is in the water. You watch it pulse out and then collapse in. Um, you have uh, glacial armor right now, Gatharn. You can uh, you have a temporary armor class. While you're raging, your armor class is now uh, uh, twenty. Sweet. And now I'm gonna attack. Go for it. Uh, now I'm going two hand since battle axe is versatile. Yep. Didn't know that at first. <laughs> uh, first attack, 17 plus 7, 24. Yep, 24 will definitely hit. All right, and then I'm just going to roll for second attack. Second attack was a 2 plus 7. I'm pretty sure 9, nine doesn't that, hit. That will miss. Um, first All one right, does damage. hit. Uh, 14, 18 points of damage. Nice. Right. Yeah, 18 points of damage. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do? You're currently floating in base with it. This uh, glacial kind of um, uh, reinforcement of your skin kind of magically pulsing off of you from your from being in your rage state. Uh, if you move away, obviously trigger an attack of opportunity. Um, what do you want to do? Um... I'm going to stay close to it because I can't use my movement action to slip out of my clothes, right? I You could do that as a free action. I'm okay with that. I mean, you're used to right. dropping the I mean, it's the just kilt. a kilt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now you're naked. now you're naked raging. Gotcha. Uh, that will finish your turn. The creature will go next. There it's are... It's upside down fin under here. <laughs> so, Jin, you've got two tentacle attacks coming towards you. Oh boy. That's going to be a 11 and a 15. Uh, no. They both I'm miss. Swift underwater. I'm sorry? They both miss? They both miss. I've been nice. on the class of 16. Yeah, you watch as these two massive tentacles underwater come striking out towards you and you dodge out of the way of both of them. Um, you have two coming towards you. That is a 9 and a 23. 23 hits. That's going to be 14 points of bludgeoning damage, half to 7, because you are raging. And then, Medi, you've got one coming towards you. That's going to be a 26. Only hits by, like, 11. I just... Max damage on that. That's going to be 24 points of bludgeoning damage. It's angry because he did one point of damage to it. <laughs> I've never rolled max damage like that before. That was pretty crazy. He said, I saw you tried to hit me. This is how you hit something. <laughs> so that will finish its turn as it remains engaged. Um, that brings us to Omni and then Rizel's on deck. Okay, so, um, yeah, being on the plank and being the thing that the fog is centered around, hmm, hmm, 
it's interesting because if it can't be dispersed, I wonder what fog does underwater. Science people, any is that is that a thing? Is would it, it just gets be more like watery? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, water, not, water. it's not dense enough. It would just sit on top of the water. Sit on top. Okay. You're flooding Marquette right now by bringing that much <laughs> extra water in, into this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, is it just like a foggy, inky mist? No, it won't go underwater. Okay, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Um, if maybe it'll just go over me. I'm not sure, but uh, we're gonna dive into the water and try and get close to a tentacle doesn't have to be at the at the right up to the main body okay but um within base and uh we're gonna cast booming blade and wow the wind is really shaking the uh the roll-up garage door in the studio <laughs> so it sounded like thunder for a second i was like oh that was perfect perfect timing for the foley to kick in there naturally um yeah, so the uh, I I we only have a dagger, right? So that it does its normal damage on a hit. Um, will a seventeen hit? Seventeen will hit. Cool. So it's a dagger. <laughs> so it's a D four. It will take seven points of uh, piercing. I think daggers are piercing, right? Yes. Of piercing damage, and it is wrapped in crackling lightning just popping all around it and if it moves uh it will take thunder damage and actually hold on let me make sure do i get one yes at level five i do get one d8 so in addition to those four points it will also take six points of thunder damage and if it moves it will take more thunder damage What's the save on that? There's no save. No it save. just takes the damage oh, if it Oh, that's moves. right. It's Booming Blade. Mm-hmm. That is quite the interesting spell. So I'll yell out, swim away from it. Okay. Um, Rizel, you are up. And uh, Mehdi, you're on deck. Um, so, so above game, a, a, bit, a bit of a rules question for you. Um, so since... Since Mage Hand has a duration of one minute, it's still up there, right? Correct. Excellent. Okay. Um, and my my other above game question is: uh, Do squids have ears? Can they hear things? They're more prone. Well, give me a nature check. Okay. And you're not really sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to try this anyway. Um, I would like um, to to shout some insults at this squid with vicious mockery. <laughs> um, and I would, and it has to make a, a 15 wisdom safe. Um, and I have an insult queued up whenever you're ready. Go for it. Um, so I am going to stand at my little goblin height of probably about three feet. I'm gonna look at this squid and be like, you know, your tentacles look like my sad attempt at noodles sometimes. And with that, you watch as one of the massive squid-like eyes kind of rolls and looks over at you and uh -oh. kind of winces slightly in pain. <laughs> and 
as I rolled <laughs> a 11 for its save. Go ahead and roll for damage. Alrighty. Oh, wow. Um, that's five damage coming at it. And with that, you watch as one of the tentacles kind of hovers and comes striking at you with a reaction. That is going to be a 12. To hit? Uh, yeah, that, that does not hit, actually. Nice. You watch as getting its attention, mocking its tentacles. One of the tentacles comes lashing out at you and just kind of swings like right above your head. Um, yeah. Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I would like to shout at it, noodle arms! And that's it. <laughs> well, fish, your turn. Uh, Medi, you are up. Everybody's just taking it for his brand, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> we got somebody with vicious mockery still, and we still got Eldritch Blast. So I'm excited about it. All right. Um, I have a question that I think I know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Uh, green Flame Blade. Um, it is an action to cast, and you make an attack as part of the action to cast the spell. Correct. With extra attack, would I still get a second attack, or does that take my entire action? That's your entire action. Cool, 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 cool. Um, Arit. So I am how far away from the creature? Within 30 feet, and I didn't fall over. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run at the creature. I'm going to run at him and stab. Are you uh, jumping in the water? Okay. And we do not have our armor, correct? So our AC is 10 plus whatever our dex is. Okay. <laughs> on camera and he's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna sit on your character sheet now because that's helpful and if i try to throw him off my desk he's gonna come right back up so i just have to accept my fate i feel you dice goblin i feel it all right uh, i'm gonna do some stabs with this dagger i'm gonna take a bunch of stabs <laughs> with this dagger <laughs> <laughs> First one is a 27. That'll definitely hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay. If it could stay in a box. Uh, five. Or, no, seven. Seven points. Okay. Next attack. Oh, wait, no, you already get the one attack, right? Well, I didn't do green flame blade. Oh, okay, gotcha. I thought you did. My bad. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a 22. That'll hit. Who am I, Zeo? <laughs> oh, uh, eight points of damage. Nice, you're definitely Zeo. And I'll take a bonus action stab because I can. Go for it. 23 to hit. That'll hit. Minimum damage. One point. <laughs> six. Oh, six points. No, six. No, wait, wait. Savage attacker. I'll re-roll it. 
Eight. Eight. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you are a whirling dervish for sure. Um, oh, um, I did have a question though. Shoot. Because it it done did attack me before. Did I need to make a strength save? Yes, you do. Okay. Well, I would have been grappled anyway, so cool. <laughs> so we could well we'll say you're still grappled. You've just been pulled in. I mean, it's only bad to be grappled during its turn, not so much your turn. All right, that'll finish Medi. We're now at the top of the third round. Jin, you are up, and Gatharn, you're on deck. Uh, I want to create my pack weapon, but it's an action, and I also want to attack. This sounds like player problems. It is. I'm weeping. Uh, I will attack with my tentacle of the deep. Go for it. As a bonus action. Oh, I don't know why I rolled it on there. But uh, 18? To uh, hit? 18 will hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Nine points of cold damage. Please don't be immune. Does he look... <laughs> Does he, look, does he look a little icy? He looks like he took the damage. It worked as you expected it to. All right. He is also 10 feet slower. Okay. Yes. And then I'll cast Eldritch Blast for a 23 for the first beam. That'll hit. And a 12 for the second beam. That'll miss. And max damage again for 15. Nice. There is a theme. Hit the first time, miss the second, and max damage. <laughs> That'll finish your turn. Gatharin, you're up. Unless, Jen, do you want to move at all? Yeah, you know what? I'll be... You're about, you're about 10 feet away from it. You're not in base with it. Okay, I will dive deeper down. Yeah. So 40 feet down. Okay. All right, Gathar or Shannon, did you have something for me? Yeah, add an additional six points of damage because I forgot to set up the dagger and I have dueling and anyway. Gotcha. Done. Gatharin, you are up and the squiddy's on deck. All right. I'm going to smack it twice. Okay. Um, 18, 7, 25 to hit. 25 will hit. And that was the first hit. And the second hit. Ooh, 26 to hit. 6 will hit as well. Just one off from 20. All right, damage time. Ooh, um, almost max damage. 15 plus 4, 19 damage for the first hit. Nice. And then the second attack, 9, 3, 12, 4, 16 damage. Nice. Guys are doing chunks of damage to it. For those of you underwater, the water is beginning to get thick with squid, blackish blood that's drifting. You can even see 
chunks of meat drifting away from it and kind of falling down below. Jin, your passive is high enough as this blood and meat drifts past you as you kind of swim away from it. There are two small shadows kind of coursing in circles, maybe about 80 feet from you. Hard to tell for sure what they are. They definitely look like they could possibly be sharks. Gathar, <laughs> anything else you'd like to do? No, because I'm dual wielding, so it's not like I can punch it. Okay. I'll finish your I turn. Move and... Yep. Okay. Um, Medi. It's unaffected by my naked rage. Give me a strength saving throw, please. I'm not very good at that one. This is an eight. Take 31 points of crushing damage. Excuse me? <laughs> Guru Grandpa, thanks for following us, man. Appreciate it. All right. 31 points of crushing damage. Okay. Um, with that... You feel this tentacle in, that's been encircling you and keeping you pinned. It's beginning to constrict and tighten. You even hear like a rib pop and crack, kind of like out of place as it's getting tighter and tighter around you. Um, I've got I've got three coming at Gatharn. Three tentacle strikes. That is a 19, 23, and 11. Only, only one hits, I think. Yeah, just one. That is going to be 19 points of bludgeoning damage, halved to nine. And I've got two tentacles coming at you, Omni. That is a 23 and a 21. Yeah, both hit. That is 26 points of bludgeoning damage. Jeez. All right. Omni, you are up, and Roselle, you're on deck. Great. Awesome. Swell. This is exciting. Okay. Ah. Uh. All right. Here's what we are going to do, or attempt to do. First off, we would like to back away from it, because we can't take any more hits like that. My <laughs> God. Uh, I know this is probably going to provoke an opportunity attack. Um, sure. Can I... Uh, oh my gosh. Way too many actions and spells. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Okay, so lay on hands is an action. That's what I needed to check. Yes, uh, we will cast... We're going to cast a chromatic orb. Okay. At second level. The 16 on the opportunity attack. That's a miss! Like, float away from it 
<laughs> um, and I'd like to get a ways away because I want to try and make this thing move. That way I could roll some thunder damage. Um, so yeah, I'll get back. Uh, let's say my oh, my full movement, 30 feet away. Yeah. Um, All right, you're not and, proficient in swimming though, right? So you'll be able to move 15 feet will be your max, I believe. 15 feet away. Yeah, it's usually half your swim is usually half your move. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, and chromatic orb. Um, so uh, thunder damage is is like audible, like ringing loud noise, and lightning damage is like electrocution, correct? For the most part, yeah. Cool. We would like to create an orb, a four-inch like softball size stemming from the palm of our hand of lightning and extend an arm out and shoot it towards go. Go. the lesser kraken. Go for it. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for the follow, Phalanx. Appreciate it. That is a 21 to hit. 21 will definitely hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. And they are going to take uh, 48. Damn. Yes. 15, uh, 23 points of thunder damage. Nice. Yeah, that did... You you got its attention, buddy. You definitely got its attention. You watch as... And there's this, like, thundering kind of, like... As it impacts the underneath portion of the Lesser Kraken. You watch as a huge plume of blood and meat kind of burst off of it. Um, you definitely did some significant damage to it. Hey, thanks, Theo, for the follow. Appreciate it. Um, let me double check something really quick. I had not moved my OneNote panel in the appropriate area. Um, yeah. You guys. Okay. Um, it's still in the fight. It's still moving and kind of reacting. It seems to be more instinctual at this point than anything else. Um, but it's still in the fight. Just chunks of its meat and blood are kind of beginning to pour from the underwater rune, uh, the underwater wounds. Anything else you can do? That, that was basically it. Okay. Rizel, you're up. Still have my uh, my spellcasting focus, right? Correct. Awesome. I would like to cast Cure Wounds on myself because I'm looking a little rough. Okay, go uh, for it. Same. Yeah. And then I get 12 points back. And um, I think that's my turn. Okay. Um. Go ahead and give me a bonus action perception really quick. Really quick. See if I was in the correct tab, that would work. Mm. <laughs> and that is an 18 for perception. Um, Taking the moment to heal yourself and looking at the the mage hand up above that's signaling this this ship as it's coming towards you. You take that moment to notice the ship appears to be getting closer, and on the very edge of your peripheral, 
you see a puff of smoke come off of it and the very faint sound of a mild explosion, like a Okay. Uh, that'll finish your turn. Medi, you are up. All right. We're getting weird with it, right? Let's get weird with it. <laughs> um, I looked at a few rules, and as it turns out, my bite counts as a simple melee weapon. So I'm a bite myself to activate my crimson right. Nice. As my bonus action. Roll your damage for the bite. Yep, 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 yep. Minimum, thank God. <laughs> One. You bite into your... <laughs> I was like, I could kill myself with You this. bite into your arm, a trail of Wait, blood. Wait, savage attacker, savage attacker. Shut oh. your mouth. <laughs> 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 All right. So now I do an extra D6 of uh, lightning damage to this gentleman. Go for it. I'm going to bite him. And I'm going to empower my bite, which doesn't require an action to heal myself. As nice. I, I wonder where you got that ability from. <laughs> Does a dirty 20 hit? Uh, dirty 20 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. And I also chose the thing that allows me to mark a creature and until the end of your turn, whenever you deal right damage to the target, you roll an additional Hema craft die of right damage. Go for it. Twenty points of damage. Nice. And I get some hit points back from that. You most certainly do. And this creature, more pieces of its flesh and wounds ripping out more of the crimson interior. You even could see part of an organ kind of slip out of the wound that you just created. Meat and blood floating away from it. Um, yeah, you did some good damage on it that time. And I will attempt the same thing again. Go for it. It's a natural 20. Wow, so as usual, times two or twice the dice. It's up to you. Uh... Uh, times two. Not as good a roll this time, but that's okay. Twenty-seven points of damage. Nice. Just gotta get close and personal with these things, right, Shan? <laughs> so my entire turn is like. No, no, I don't. I don't want to die. <laughs> and that, we call that the calamari attack, right? <laughs> I'm having sushi tonight, boys. <laughs> yeah, boys. The sushis and the sashimis. But I get a whole bunch of health back from that. So nice. Good. And that's my turn. That will finish the third round. Take us to the top of the fourth round. Um, Jin, you are up, and Gatharn, you're on deck. Jin. There are now at least a half a dozen circling Corsair silhouettes that appear to be a variety of sharks, kind of. And then you see one of them kind of bite at a piece of floating meat that drifts past it. You watch another one bite. And, you, and then looking past beyond that, you could see clouds of sharks gradually coming to the surface. There may be 
couple hundred feet down below you at this point, but this trail of blood and meat has definitely got their attention. They're below us? Pretty far. Pretty far below you. A couple hundred feet. And there's a few that have kind of like responded to the, the, to the scent of the blood in the water. They don't really seem to take a notice of you yet, but you're beginning to realize this blood is kind of clouding around you as well. Uh, I guess I will swim back up 40 feet. Okay. And I will command my tentacle to attack. Go for it. For a 24. Oh, that'll definitely hit. Roll for damage. All right. Uh, 11 points of cold damage. Nice. And the Kraken is 10 feet slower. And what do I want to do? For my action. I don't like sharks. <laughs> Me as Vincent. I don't like sharks. <laughs> All that cartilage. They're scary, man. Uh, <laughs> I think we need an extra ally. I will summon shadow spawn. Okay. Summon shadow spawn. I've got... So, the dark of my eyes start to spill forth and shadows come out and I will summon a shadow spawn of what are my options? Fury. So it's just going to be clawing its way on uh, the Kraken's back. Okay, go for it. Alrighty. What is the... My spell attack modifier. Oh, and 19. Uh, 19 will hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Big damage. Thirteen points of cold damage. Nice. And that'll be my turn and my little shadow spawn. Okay. It's looking rough. It's the, the amount of wounds, the amount of bleed bleeding it's doing, the the meat floating around it in the water. Gatharn, you're looking at something that's been weakened quite a bit by your companions. Can I get to its head? It's... Kind of bobbing up and down in the water. Tentacles are coming out and striking. Give me a acrobatics. Uh, 17. 17. You managed to position yourself a little bit better, closer to the main body. If you roll a crit, I'll say you strike it in the head. Okay. Two attacks. Attack. Uh, 24. Uh, 24 will hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. I was going to roll my second attack. Go for it. You can do that too. Such a tease. Uh, 26. Both will hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. That was a 19. I was going to say you probably rolled a 19. <laughs> yes. Such a tease. <laughs> can I get him 
proved critical. <laughs> Alright, five, seven, uh, 12, 16 damage for the first one. Okay. And the second one, the 12, 16 for the second one. There's no additional effects to this axe because it's made out of ice, right? It's just a battle axe made out of ice. Correct. Um, but you dig damage instead of slashing damage. <laughs> you dig deep into it, though. Both the strikes just carving away uh, uh, just chunks of its meat, and it even kind of like kind of uh, shakes a bit. And you watch as some of the tentacles kind of like um, shift, kind of aimlessly, momentarily. Its eyes kind of orbing back and forth, and you watch as it just brings all of its tentacles up. And all five of the tentacles smash down onto the piece of debris um, and creating this massive volume of water outwards. I'm going to treat this as a move, Omni, so you can roll damage for the sonic boom for the thunder damage. I'm going to grapple it. Oh, it is that, going to take 12 points of... I think thunder. I think so. Which, at the same point, Medi, you get released as it releases you after taking all that damage. Um, you drift back into the water away from the tentacle. Yeah, thunder. All the tentacles come up, smashing down and creating this huge pulse of water. I need everybody to make deck saves, please. I'm theoretically fantastic at that. I get advantage on this. Pew. Sweet. All right, that's going to be a 19. Okay. 15. Okay. 19 as well. Okay. 15. Okay. I don't want to. Nice. So all of you kind of feel this change. Even Roselle, as you get launched off the debris into the water, the debris is now shattered. Oh, yeah. The debris is now shattered and, and just pieces of it going everywhere. You're now in the water with everybody else. Um, and... This creature is attempting to flee. So if you haven't used your reaction yet, yeah, everybody gets an attack of opportunity on it in one second. Let me make one roll. There is a sonic boom. <laughs> it would seem that cannonball that launched from that sailing vessel had reached its destination. You watch as a third of its upper body gets sheared off by it. The thing peels apart, collapses, and fades away into the water. You watch his tentacles flop and kind of twitch and move with kind of neurological energy remaining remaining in the creature. Um, blood and meat just spray everywhere. The debris uh, field is massive. The remnants of your debris is kind of commingling with that. There's no solid surface left here. It's at this point. I did that. <laughs> it's at this point as you all equally begin to look around at first one fin then another fin then another fin as swarms of sharks are now beginning to arrive on the scene dozens upon dozens Jin you're looking around that cloud from below has moved quickly and risen sharply up to this point um, all of you go ahead and give me survival checks please wouldn't happen to be a fey fiend undead. 
<laughs> uh, I'm proficient in surfing. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 18 for me. 18? 11 for me. Okay. 19 for me. Okay. 15. Okay. 12. Well, So Omni, Jin, and Gatharn. The ship is closing distance. Back another... And then a big gout of water from another cannonball shot. Uh, you even see more of the meat of the creature kind of flying away from the shot. It's a good maybe 2,000 feet from where you are. More sharks are beginning to appear, feed on the remains of the creature. Best you could tell, these are tiger sharks. They're about 15 feet in length. And you can see these massive mouths just kind of chomping through and cresting through the surface of the water, pulling down the great pieces of this squid-like creature. They haven't necessarily either taken an interest or a disinterest in you. You just get the feeling that for the three of you, they're in a feeding frenzy right now. There's a swarm of sharks building and growing around you. I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get out of the blood pool. Uh, well, technically, we're out of initiative. And at this point, you're attempting to escape from the sharks. So you're all free to explain how you want to do this. Who's closest to me? Um, I would say everyone's equally close, within about five to ten feet. Well, since you explained my prologue that Omni and I are best friends and we have dinner dates, I will... <laughs> Swim towards Omni. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. True. I've seen uh, him. I'm kind of jealous. Position him. <laughs> uh, position me so that I'm not close to anybody else except uh, maybe a couple of sharks. Okay. And I, I, I grab him by the shoulder and I go, Captain, because he was the first mate and now our, our, our captain is gone. So obviously he's promoted. We got to get out of here. And I will thunderstep us 30 feet away towards the the boat. Okay. <laughs> Spray of water. Uh, both of you give me deck saves with advantage, please. Can I point out the thunderstep? You can go 90? Are you intentionally going 30? Oh, then I'll go. As, I'll fuck off oh, as wait. far as I can. <laughs> I mean, you could have intentionally been saying back. I don't know. <laughs> you want to give him a chance Who to catch does? up. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Gotta make it a little interesting. Come on, Shannon. Yes. Uh, you said deck save? With advantage. 20, 23. Okay. 16. 16. Both of you feel the near miss of many mouths trying to chomp down on as you burst through the water, leaving a wake and just moving as quickly as you can in the direction of the sailing fleet. So instead Do of, those bitey boys take damage? Uh, the swarm could absolutely take yeah. damage. Ooh. Do they, do they get a save? Yes, they do. Yeah. I was just trying to leave peacefully, but if you want violence, I will offer you violence. What's the save? save of 16. Yeah, I roll a natural 20. Um, oh. The size of the swarm seems very resistant to the effect. Um, mm -hmm. You watch as a couple of them kind of cartwheel away from the effect of you um, thunderstepping through them from within the water. Um, you still holding on to Omni. They are like kind of clutched onto you as well. Uh, both of you take... Six points of slash or piercing damage halved to three because you did both make the yeah. save. I rolled 20 on the thunderstep, so 10 
if they if they uh okay. good to know um oh, Roselle, Medi, and Gatharn what are you doing doggy paddling towards the ship as fast <laughs> as you can give me a deck save please of course you were in the way um that is you said a deck save correct um that is a 23 with a net 20 okay i'll be six points of uh piercing damage have the three as you're yeah. swimming through all these sharks that are attempting to bite and pull you under at this point um Medi and gatharn what are you two doing backing sharks <laughs> <laughs> So far, you you watch as Roselle goes doggy oh, pad. Yes. It goes doggy paddling right past you. You already saw the wake of water kind of kind of spray, and you see uh, Jin and Omni burst right on by you. I mean, you're free to attack while you swim too. I'm okay with that. All right, then that's what I'm doing. Okay, basically, I'm like doggy paddling with the axe. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and give me a deck save. Uh, it's 20. Dirty. Okay. Go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, 15 plus 7, 22. Go ahead and roll for damage. Yeah, 22. They're not hunters marked. No, they are not. Yeah, so 9 plus 4, 13. Uh, 13 points. You managed to cleave a nice little gash right across one of the sharks that attempted to chomp down on you. Uh, six points of piercing, half to three, as you successfully made your save. Another set of razor sharp to half to one, basically. Because I'm still in rage. Yeah. Yes. I'll let you keep your rage up for this part of it. And Medi, what are you doing? Well, he seems like he's got it. Right. Um, <laughs> all of my friends are very far away. Um, so I will cast Expeditious Retreat on myself okay. and swim away with very zoomy fastness. Go. Give me a deck save with advantage, please. Is it with advantage because I said no? Mostly because of that. <laughs> 14 and a 15, so 23. 23, take uh, half of six points of uh, piercing damage as you're making your way through these sharks and they're attempting to snatch at you, but taking meat from other places that's kind of floating in the remaining core of this thing. Um, so, I think for a moment about how it would be kind of poetic if I was eaten to death by a shark. I see a little bit of uh, camaraderie with them. <laughs> Roll for camaraderie. Sixty-nine percent camaraderie. Camaraderie. We're never rolling percentile dice again, Shannon. We're never rolling percentile dice uh, again. False oh no, my wild magic is on a fixed table. That's why I have a twelve-sider. <laughs> so with that. As all of you begin to swim away from this massive form, I'll... I want to do something. Go for it. All right. So um, 
everybody's already kind of moving. Uh, you and Jin are by far the furthest at this point. Slightly yeah. behind you, you can see Mehdi. Uh, a little bit further away from Mehdi, you can see Gatharn kind of bringing that axe down and swimming. Bringing the axe down and swimming. Um, and then you can see where uh, Razil is like doggy paddling frantically as like there's just fins swarming everywhere. So in order to try and help my comrades, I would like to yell out to them, um, follow us, move your asses, and then try and hopefully give them an increased amount of speed for <laughs> if we're doing any type of distance checks or if we're going to get chased by sharks or just to kind of like help them uh, get motivated. And if it's like a persuasion thing, um, yeah, yeah, I want to give do me, uh, yeah, give me, pers- give me a persuasion check. Yes, uh, 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 math, 21. 21. I'll say everybody is now moving slightly faster, an additional 10 feet. As seeing Jin and Omni out Oof. in front, this kind of motivates you. Roselle, you're definitely motivated because you kind of look over your shoulder just to see Finn swarming in on the, the lesser Kraken and a half a dozen at least making their way in your direction. Um but yeah, I'll say you inspire the group to be able I'll to move. I'll also in. cast Exp- Expeditious Retreat on myself as well. Gotcha. Good to know. So with that, another round. As Omni, you just described what you were doing with, or what they were doing. Um, Jen, you watch as they just go. Omni's gone. <laughs> Further in front of you at this point. Bye, Captain. I'm glad you were able to save yourself. <laughs> I mean, I brought you this far. I guess you can go the rest of the way. <laughs> I um, wish Expeditious Retreat was so I could cast it on other people. I, I want to cast it on Roselle. <laughs> who's the furthest back? Roselle. How far back? Roselle's about 50 feet away from you at this point. She's gaining. Will, she's gaining, but yeah. she's the furthest one back. I will misty step towards Roselle. Okay. That's my... Okay, so 30 feet. Um, swim the 20 feet action shape water ice raft okay and then use the rest of my thir- however however you want to rule it I have 30 okay. feet of swimming left yeah to push Roselle towards the right direction I will say you do all that you grab you grab onto her the two of you kind of crawl on top of the frozen raft that you've created and mm-hmm. the two of you are helping each other paddle faster you're moving uh, uh, as quick as you can. I still need deck saves, but I need it with advantage, please. Okay. Do I lose my axe now? Uh, no, it should stay. I think, I think it, until it... Well, until it melts in the tropical waters. Yeah. <laughs> Which should be soon. The amount of pee I'm expelling? Don't worry about climate change. Worry about gin change. <laughs> I swam through a warm spot. It's not blood. It was me. It was me. Uh, 23 for my deck save. Okay. Roselle? Oh, I, I, 16. 16. Two of you taking six points of uh, piercing damage from the bites trying to get at you. Have the three because you both saved. Um, mm. And the raft is now drifting and moving as quickly as you can paddle off to the sides. 
um, you begin to realize that you're getting closer to the edge of this swarm because they do seem to be kind of in a frenzy around the remains of the squid-like creature. Maybe one more round will get you out of this overall mess at this point. And then you hear two more cannon fires rip through the air right over your heads and crash into the remains of the squid-like creature. What would you guys like to do? Still in the swarm. Free action, ask Jin if he could make an emergency dagger out of his own urine. It, it has to be clean water. Thanks for pointing out. That's sterile. Yeah, it's sterile. You're sterile. I said water, man. Peas contains ammonia and all these other nasty bits. Your body's trying to get Primarily water, which is not clean either. It's it's full of well piss. I don't like that you're poking holes in my logic, and I refuse to talk any further. <laughs> I'm taking my pee dagger and I'm going home. So, we'll freak it out of here. One more we round. haven't eaten in three days, right? <laughs> well, and Jin's obviously lying to you because the raft has like this yellow stripe down the middle. Fresh water's been more of the bigger problem. Uh, food is what you've been catching from the you know from the piece of debris that you were floating on. Hard tack and some okay. basic. Oh, I, I can create water. Yeah, I can also create water. So, yeah, so we we food and water really. I, we just we just witnessed you guys create water. It's the yellow stream behind you. <laughs> no, you know so, what? That's a delicacy in Bear Grylls' house, sir. So for the last round of getting out of this affected area of the shark swarm, everybody make deck saves with advantage. I'm just gonna misty step out. Eighteen. I was just playing until like everyone else got out. Fair enough. Um, I got a 21. Yeah. I also got a 21. <laughs> hey! I got a 22. <laughs> but I'm already ahead of you. That's my captain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still just first mate. We don't have a ship, yo. So if you roll a 15 or higher, you save. So six points of piercing, half to three points. You all collect around this makeshift ice raft that Jin's created. Um, not quite big enough to hold all of you at this point. Some will have to be in the water, but you're all steadily kind of kicking, paddling, very much like at the end of Jaws, where you're trying to get this thing off in the direction of the ship. The ship Would is, you say it's about the size of a door? Yeah, about the size of a door probably be accurate. Five right. to ten I will feet. offer... Uh, so only Rizal is able to fit. I'd say Rizal and Gathar. Yeah, I'd say Rizal and Gathar could easily fit on it. Excellent. I would like to climb. Oh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I would like to climb onto the raft, um, and I would like to. Well, I I would like to sing loudly um, for the group. Ah, squid is in the water catching us. Hi ho! I'm in a raft, (laughs) and that's it. (laughs) Are you inspiring or trying to heal? I would love to inspire my comrades. Everybody gets a D4. Yeah! Of inspiration. I, I, I'll i take the D4, but I definitely just... <laughs> I don't know if it I'm in like range a, to like even a, hear you, so... Medi starts to slow clap, like but she's pressed the thing too. Like, hey, I'm <laughs> safe, and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, a few minutes goes by, the... the n- 
the debris of your old raft that you were clinging on to kind of disappears. The um, debris of the remains of the creature drift further and further away. The massive shark frenzy focusing on the remains of the lesser kraken. The now ship becomes is getting bigger on the horizon, getting closer as you get closer to it. A few minutes go by. Another few minutes go by. Everybody go ahead and make perception checks, please. Classic, classic Vince 12. perception checks. Eight. Nice. 16. 16? <coughs> That's a 10, but I did roll a nat one. Gotcha. So. <laughs> so. Fly. <laughs> uh, 14. Githarn? 12. 12. Yeah, it's still too far away. You could definitely make out um, that it's flagged. The sail is full furled. Every, you know, It looks like a two to maybe three deck sailing vessel of some sort. There's something on the very front of the prow, but you're not really sure what it is. There are figures moving across the main deck. The ship continues to appear like it's making a beeline towards you. Maybe about five minutes away at this point. Since uh, Omni is ahead of everybody, would we be able to see what the flag it is? Well, are you at the frozen raft with everybody? Or are you purposely swimming? Are they swimming? No, first? I was. I was. Or they? We were. Okay. Ah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> um, uh, we were up ahead. Yeah, so we've I'll done give expeditious per- retreat I'll, and kept going forward. Yeah, I'll give you perception with advantage. Then I'll give. Okay. So uh, before it was a 16. That's a natural 19 plus one. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. There is a marking on the side of the vessel that you that they begin to make out. Uh, it is called the Moon Watch. Uh, you also see, uh, they also see a flag kind of fluttering off the main standard. Uh, they don't recognize it. It's a black... Um, uh, like a black stone on a red and yellow uh, emblazement on it. Definitely a guild marker of some sort, but not really sure. But behind it is a, you know, on the flag itself is a massive uh, goblin face. It's cartoon-like and distorted-like, but it's, it's, give me a history check. Oh, cool. Nothing added to that. A seven. Seven. You do not recognize this vessel. You not rec- you know, they do not recognize the standard. They most certainly do not recognize any of the people on the deck. You now people can be seen. They see a variety of faces, human or or goblin. One particular goblin is wearing a massive um uh privateer style hat. Very large amounts of plumage on it, ears straight out with dozens of looped earrings on either side. Uh, she has piercings in her lips. She's got a massive piercing in her nose. She is very garishly dressed. Bright pinks, yellows, uh, purples, uh, breechcloth, high boots, because she's got one of her boots kind of kicked up on the rail looking down. Just as you drift alongside the vessel... She looks over her shoulder and goes like this, and then you see that some coiled rope, they see coiled rope being brought to the edge, 
and then you watch as all the sails kind of collapse in on themselves, and the ship just kind of cruises into the current, and you kind of bump up against the ship. Looking up, you see this big yellow smile look down at you. Well, you're in a bit of a pickle, aren't you? (laughs) Why, yes. Um, Thank you so much for your assistance. Oh, I wouldn't call it assistance as much as well. It's a lot easier to pick from the dead than the inside of a squid, I think. So, Mm. what brings you out to the middle of nowhere? Oh, you, you, there's nothing to pick here. We were stranded and we, our ship was overrun and all of these terrible, and then we were attacked by the squid. We were just floating on a deck for three days. And we have nothing. And, we, we have barely a dagger. And what ship were you on previously? I can't imagine that you just set sail on a piece of debris. Oh, no, I don't recall. I'm horrible with names. Um, but it it was a merchant ship, if I recall. I don't pay attention to these details. It's not one of the things that I I I go for the travel, and you know that's that's it. If there's a ship that looks fun and has a good crew, I'm all about it. Um, can we get on deck? Oh, there's a we. Oh, and just as this conversation expands, the rest of you floating. Oh, we this. were referring to ourselves, but okay. Yes, yeah, well, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if she notices everybody, well, then. She can't help but yes. notice a frozen yep. piece of ice. You know. Captain, on it. Captain, we're here. And <laughs> they watch as Rizal and Jin and Mehdi and Katharn are now floating on a piece. Oh, well, things got even more interesting. I'm um, definitely not a captain. I've never been a captain. That is, he, I don't captain, know why. I brought he, he everybody ca- here. Jin. Yeah. Stop calling me captain. I'm not a captain. But he watches this heavy. You have gone crazy. He has not had much water. <laughs> he is, he's dehydrated. He's We've been hallucinating the past three days. Shut up. <laughs> you watch as... This, Disadvantage on all deception rolls because of you. <laughs> he watches this massive orc kind of leans over the rail and then leans in towards the goblin. Oh, Captain, they're clearly insane. I mean, let's just be off with them. Let's go see if we could get some of that squid. Oh, I don't know. Um, you don't. Lo- you don't want to do that. You don't. You can't just leave us here. Oh, well, why can't I? I don't understand. You won't tell well, me what ship you were from, therefore you have no value. You're naked in the water with no discernible wealth on your form. Um, I mean, the frozen... Omni, Omni appears to be in still, like, the same full garb yeah. <laughs> that they were in. I, I'm actually very good at uh, uh, cooking cook squid. Um, that's, that's a special skill of mine. She actually very... Yeah. Uh, give me a persuasion delicious. check, Rizelle. Was that a... Did I help? Um, I think you did. Yeah, I'll say with advantage. I'm okay with that. Woo! Um, it's a 22. Are you a trained chef, dear? I, yeah, I, I, I am. Labash, please, see to it that she makes her way up here. Um, I'm... I'm skilled with a hammer and some wood. Uh, and who are you? You guys, I'm Jin. 
You watch as a rope is being lowered down. Um, yes, just uh, for now, please. Okay, oh, Jin, no problem. What, no worries. And what ship were you on, per se? Oh, we, we were all on the... Uh, <coughs> we were Some all water. on Captain Omni's boat. So oh. Oh, he is a captain. Well, in that well, case... I'm not uh, a captain. Well, technically, because no, I don't really know how talking, ships Jin. work. Stop. Um, we don't even have a ship anymore. Rizal, you're now halfway up the rope the at this point. We hit a storm, and the ship kind of just... It was crazy. Blew oh. apart, and then... Um, yeah, our captain is nowhere to be seen, and Omni was our first mate. So I, I, in my head, obviously the first mate gets promoted. I don't know how this maritime is thing delusional. Happens. He is not making right sense. Now. He needs I, to see a physician. Can man, we please get sense? him up? In do you have a physician? Is there a medic on your Omni, staff? Give me on your crew. Omni, give me a deception check, please. Jin needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Taking the hamper action. Yes. Natural 19 plus 8, yeah. 27. So, um, if you're not a captain and you don't have a no. ship. No, um, unfortunately. Well, good luck to you. And you watch as she reaches over to you. Roselle helps you over. Uh, the big orc kind of helps you over the rail. They start pulling up the rope at this point. Oh, come on. We'll earn our keep. We all have great skills. We've been at sea a very long time. I, so no, no I would like to try and persuade her to <laughs> let us all up. Well, with Jin kind of countering with you, I'll say persuasion with disadvantage. Roselle, okay. what are you doing? Um, I would like to look at her. I would like to extend a hand out, um, offering to shake her hand. Um, and I would like to point down to my companions and say, um, yet I, I do uh, my best work whenever I have the rest of um, my uh, cooking staff with me. Actually. Oh, so they—they um, uh, they do some really good prep work for me. Yeah, if you could tell me, please, what vessel were you and your friends on? Oh, uh, we were on a uh, ship called the uh, Salty Bastard. Uh, give me a deception check, please. <laughs> Does the orc have any tribal markings? Uh, give me a perception check, please. I'm just gonna be here, being quiet with my flat charisma. Uh, <laughs> That is a 17 for deception. And what'd you get, Cathard? 22. Um, she looks at you up and down and goes, oh, the salty bastard. That's quite a notorious vessel. Um, old Captain Windage. He's a nasty bugger, isn't he? Hurry. I made that up, dear. You're lying. Oh. Uh, Labash, ah. take her away until she decides to tell us the truth. Uh, Gatharn, you watch as this massive orc just kind of picks up Rizel by the scruff of her tattered remains. Oh, Captain, um, it smells funny, Captain. Can I can I just put it in the brig? It just, just we we'll, we can at least give her some water, you know, get her cleaned up. I am a chef, actually. So oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure you can cast spells and make all sorts of wonderful things happen. As soon as you tell me the fucking truth, Labash, please, be off with her. And Labash, you can try to struggle free if you want to, but that bicep kind of holding on to you is pretty severe. And he begins to walk you towards the stair of the main hold. I accept my fate. Githarn, the um, tribal marking that you make out is of a particularly notorious clan 
marking. It is resident of a small island called the Broken Heft Island. It's uncharted, but you recognize the tribal marking of the Swift Wind. Uh, I shout out to shout out to him in uh, Orcish. Oh dear, he's not here, but you can shout all you want when he comes back. We're just making a little deposit oh. of your little friend. And then I whispered right. on. Can you throw me down a blanket? I lost mine fighting the squid. Oh. Why aren't we telling her that our ship's name, Captain? We don't know who they are. Well, I'm not familiar with their flags. I don't know who if they're gonna just can I roll torture and kill us. Check uh, on their... I can tell you who they are. They're the people with the boat while we're stuck on a fucking ice raft. As I, the uh, last of I the ice raft melts away. <laughs> I mean, it's subtropical uh, waters. The last of the ice raft. Melts. Tell you what you want to know. Oh, you will, dear. And what will that be? Uh, what is the vessel that you are on, please? Maximizer. Crosses. You were on the Maximizer, were you? Who is her captain? Captain Trinity. Was that was that its name? Huh. You watch as it's a weird. I thought series. It was I was the bulletin. You watch as a series of ropes immediately get pushed over. There's now six ropes dangling from the railing. You watch as a Triton, uh, uh, a uh, sorry, yeah, a Triton. Her blue skin with her long blue hair kind of steps up to, you can only assume to be the captain. Um, if you would, for me and Moth, go and let Labash know that he can release the individual. By the, I, we even get it. Anyways, go and bring me that goblin. I have many questions for these five people. Yeah, the cookie owes us food. <laughs> so, all of you, there's ropes now dangling. Oh. I help Omni up onto his rope. Okay. Aw, thanks, Jen. I climb over Omni. <laughs> Ow. And teabag him. Come on. And I make sure Medi is up her rope before I start climbing. I just walk up the side of the ship just to flex on him. Because I can do that. <laughs> oh, real, real nice. Trick. Real nice. So as well, all I of didn't you, really want it, to have a... We would have been up here five minutes I, ago if you had just been honest. It was Jin, polite of you to... Oh, that, Stay that in the water. Cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's moisture on the boat. He will use shape water to craft a staircase up onto the deck. That's a lot of crafting. I'll do. <laughs> I'll climb the rope. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, all of your. You said swift wind, right, for the tribe? Correct. Um, all of you, in your own particular manner, seem to make your way up to the railing and come over. Labash very gingerly brings you back, Roselle, and kind of. Plops you onto the ground next to your four companions. All five of you are now standing there as the Triton, as she wanders off to bark out orders, the sails <laughs> furl out. Um, uh, just the the familiar busyness of, um, you know, the familiar busyness of a deck that's well crewed and well handled. Um, the goblin stands there in all of her gaudy attire, her big hat, looks at all five of you and goes, so, where is Captain Trinity, please? Where's the Maximizer? 
There's no way he would be foolish enough to hire such individuals as yourself. What is that supposed to mean? Well, dear, I, if you I'm just... Chatterbox, you want to feel this one. <laughs> is that me? Who's the Chatterbox? Captain? <laughs> Jin, stop calling me Captain. Like, really, just, well, no, technically, We are on well, somebody else's ship right now. So, so to be clear, if he is calling you Captain and you were Trinity's first mate, that would, would assume... Oh, that's true. I would assume the Trinity is dead or unaccounted for at this point. Yes, ma'am. Ah, you are smart. Uh, unaccounted. I don't have. He definitely wasn't on that raft with us. <laughs> I've not given up hope that our like captain is still alive. <laughs> so, one at a time, dear. So, first of all, the one that just walked up the side of my ship. Mm-hmm. Do Her I? Her feet are sticky. Do I need to worry about your appetites while aboard my ship? Well, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, there was plenty of sushi, so I'm good. Good. Keep that in mind, dear. And once again, where is Captain Trinity? So I don't know. What happened to the vessel, please? Like they said. Storm in the night got sideswiped by a massive tidal wave. Interesting. Well, it's good to know. Um, I don't suppose, well, I know, Rizal, you mentioned you are a chef. I would imagine you will get a chance to try that out for my, me and my crew this evening. As we're definitely in need of a chef. Are any of you perhaps a surgeon, a doctor of sorts? I'm good with a knife. Yes, that's killing, dear. I mean, healing. Oh, well. We just kind of look around at each other. So, you watch as the blue-skinned triton steps up beside the captain. Um, Amath, enter them into the logs, please. Uh, Rizel will be our chef for the duration of the journey. These four will put them on crew rotation. Uh, Set them up with some hammocks down below. A schedule, if you would. Yes, dear, I shall do that right away. And she turns towards Labash, and she kind of runs her finger across Labash's shoulder. Hmm, we get a chef again. No more salt attack for us. And he just kind of grins at her. She kind of walks away. Um, uh, Captain, I mean, I'm down for the, for the chef. But I gotta tell you, this little abomination here, I don't know if you want to take it on board. Talking about me? Oh, yeah, he's looking right at you while he talks sideways to the captain. I challenge him. By what rights do you challenge me? What tribe you with? Wolf Stalker, blooded. And I'm saying this in Orc. Swiftwind, blooded. I'll accept your offer. You watch I give as, a bad translation to Ami, the captain. <laughs> you watch as... I'm still butt naked. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, and the other guy, the other orc gentleman said that Garthen's thighs are very... is something to be envious of. So, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It sounds like we're making progress. This is good. They may be allies. 
You mm-hmm. you watch as uh, the captain puts her hand on the forearm of Labash. Um, maybe for tonight's festivities, dear, but we must get underway and figure out where the remains of uh, young Trinity are. If Thurvel's to be told the location of his brother, I would like to know it before his arrival. Um, but if you want to pummel this little abomination to death later on this evening, that's perfectly fine with me. He's seems adept at being naked and killing things. So, I'm sure the two of you will have a blast. The rest of you, please proceed down below. I will come and seek you out later. Roselle, please walk with me. I want to show you your kitchen. It's the what, What's your best. name? Oh, my name? Oh, my name is Captain Raylene. Captain. Ca- Raylene? Yes. Well, it, you definitely have... Uh, changed your tune on how you were going to be treating us so mm. uh, thank you for that oh well you have value sorry now, for dear. the uh sorry for the withholding of info but when you're lost at sea and somebody comes by uh, while it would be nice to be saved it would also be nice not to be sold into slavery so oh, you know oh dear that doesn't go on not anymore um where are you from i'll just say everywhere hmm Enough. No, please. Uh, go ahead and find your way down below. Um, get settled in. I will call on you shortly. Uh, I may even have you into the captain's mess to ask you some questions, if you don't mind, of the lot of you. Thank you As for Captain your... Raylene is about to dismiss us, I clap Omni and Captain Raylene, and I smile broadly, and I go, my two captains, already fast friends, and I proceed down to the Jen, give me a deck save, please, with disadvantage. There's <laughs> uh, a trait. Nat, nat one. <laughs> you guys watch as Labash picks up Jen by the collar and tosses him overboard. Yeah. And as he goes, gets tossed overboard. It's okay, he's a good swimmer. You watch as Captain Raleen goes. Usually they learn the first time. Hopefully he does. And a few minutes goes by. <clears throat> the rope was never pulled up. It was left down. And you watch as a just soaked gin comes kind of climbing up and over the edge of the rail. Captain, Is that what um, call, he's called hazing? Th- thank, you your, sh- sh- thank you for your... Thank you for your kindness. Yes, dear. I'll just grab Jin and bring him to start walking downstairs. Let's so, just, come on. They're let's so go. nice here. How did they know I was getting kind of hot up here? It's you know, and then you something watch, called intuition. You, you, you watch as um, Labash comes over and throws a piece of sailcloth at Cathar and says, you better get dressed, you fucking goblin. I've yeah. seen this happen before and I just... <laughs> God. He just kind of laughs. Well, except Omni just stops walking and throws their hands in the air. Except Cathar knows he can't do anything because the challenge was accepted. So, with that, Roselle, you feel a very thin arm kind of drape itself over your shoulders. The two of you are equal height. um, And as you watch the four companions make their way towards the hold to go down, uh, Captain Raylene starts to kind of like guide you towards the cabin entrance. Uh, that will take you down below the rear portion of the ship. 
And you're knowledgeable enough that you would guess that's probably where the kitchen is. And she lingers there a bit and goes, so dear. Now, what are some of your specialties? Um, I'm really, I, I, as I said, I'm quite, quite good at squid. Oh, um, we, we'll, I, we'll have plenty of calamari for you. That should not uh, be a problem. Aye, aye. Um, I also do a fair stew. Um, me, me pa back home, um, taught me a very good stew. Oh, good. Before you know it, you've already gone through the door. Uh, one of the sailors kind of opens the door, nods at the captain. You follow a small spiral staircase down below the captain's mess. Um, and then you're standing in what seems to be a pretty typical kitchen of a sailing vessel. Um, there are many kind of food stocks, crates, barrels, uh, all sorts of utensils and everything. Uh, she then points to another goblin uh, figure that seems to be uh, wrist and, and elbow deep into some kind of preparation of maybe a bread, like uh, kneading and turning over bread in a giant like wooden vat. Um, oh, that is my cousin. Be kind. He's a little bit slow, but I think he can be helpful. His name is Samuel. All right. I'm going to I'm going to wave at Samuel. I'm going to be like, "Ay, ahoy there." You watch you as you watch as yeah, you watch as Samuel turns to look at you. There's a metal plate on one side of its of its eye, um, or of its face. The other eye kind of looks up and down, looks at you, makes kind of a strange worrying notion, like <laughs> like kind of corkscrews in and out, um, and then goes. It's good to meet you. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I'm, 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 I'm making pork, <laughs> and he's kneading the dough rather excitedly. Um, dear, if you could just give him simple tasks, I'd appreciate it. I, I, Captain, I. Good, good. So, for the other four of you, making your way down towards the common deck, the common crew quarter, you could see about twenty-five hammocks on the right, twenty-five hammocks on the left. The smell is sour and dank and bit stale down here. Many different forms moving back and forth. Um, you watch as Labash kind of guides the four of you over to a series of uh, four very tight hammocks. I mean, it's you barely have enough room to... You have to actually wait for the other person to climb into the hammock if you're going to use the hammock. There is a single small box for all of you to share. Um, there is a small bucket with a very foul-smelling rag kind of hanging off the edge of the bucket. Um, <laughs> it's too bad none of you were a surgeon. You'd be up there, not down here. Well, anyways, good luck. I'll put you on the roster for night watch. It's, it's the funnest. And he turns and starts to walk away. time of day is it it's um i think we stayed it was like mid-morning you guys had just woken up on the third day so you've consumed between dealing with the squids escaping getting on deck it's drifting out of early morning into mid-morning at this point long rest is eight hours uh, correct all right i'm gonna take a long rest before the revelry well before the night's festivities okay fair enough uh you crawl into your hammock and you watch as Gatharna immediately drifts off to sleep, leaving Medi and Jin and Omni to kind of look around at your new surroundings. 
Not so Maddie, bad you've been awfully it. quiet. That's my natural resting state. Yeah, I know, but there's always wheels turning. I think that that was enough talking going on. Would you like to share your thoughts with the group? Sure. <laughs> what do you What do you take on our situation? It's not good. It's not great, but it's better than being eaten by a shark, probably. I don't. I can't speak from logical experience because I haven't been eaten by a shark. But I think it's probably better than that. Yep. Yep. Always sound. So, always sound advice. I love it. Talking to you is speaking. It's great. Yes, you, you are technically our captain now, though. But there is no mm-hmm. ship to be captain of, and I guess technically we're guests in somebody else's ship. So I pull out a piece of wood of the flotsam of the maximizer and I press it into Omni's hands. It's like Captain. No, 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 Jen, what you do, I find another piece to piece of flotsam somewhere on his person. And I just shove it under Omni's foot. See now he's standing on the deck of his own ship. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Captain. Look, they obviously don't believe that you are not our captain or something, or some kind of important person. You should probably just take on that role. I mean, we spent three days, and he, Omni was the one leading us through those rough times. I was just trying to make sure that nobody ate anyone else. I'm not really hungry most of the time anyway. (laughs) She was very pointed. Hmm? No, what? not, it wasn't, I meant uh, three days without food. I was talking about everybody. That wasn't directly at you. I'm sorry, Medi. That... Captain. That you was... know, Medi has a very sensitive palate and diet. You can't just be going around saying things now that you're captain. You got to watch your words. You have a reputation to protect. You You are right, Jen. Yes. I apologize. I, I accept your apology. I'm going to go upstairs <laughs> and see what the surgeon thing was about um uh as captain (laughs) i would like to order you to momentarily cease calling me captain out of respect for the true captain (laughs) on the ship that we are currently sailing on is that understood i love it hi no (laughs) just just run it by me one more time i almost had it we currently mm-hmm. are on somebody else's ship who is a captain. So, do not call me captain. Just call me Omni for now. When we get a new ship, we'll see how the job titles get moved around. Um, um Do we get it? Yeah, captain Omni. Um... I like Captain Omni better. Okay. Okay. <sighs> but I, I, Captain. I mean, Omni, sir. Okay. We'll work on it. <laughs> and I will go upstairs to check on the medical situation. Okay. So, Omni, you begin to make, or they begin to make their way towards the stairs. Um, as they get about halfway up the first flight to come out of the crew quarters, uh, you watch as uh, two additional sailors kind of come near you, come over by where you are 
and they go, Bat said, we're not supposed to let you up until you're on roster. Just stay down there with your friends, please. Captain's orders. You're muted, Chad. Unmuted. There we go. <laughs> um, I was retorting. I was like, well, would you please just listen? Um, uh, well, I heard that there was somebody who needed medical attention and that needed to be handled quite soon, and it was serious. So if you would like that person to not die, um, please go ahead and let your captain know that I can be of some help. Give me a deception check. That's not a deception, but sure, it's the same thing as persuasion. Yeah, uh, 24. Now give me persuasion with advantage. Less, uh, 21? Yeah, 21. Well, I mean... I mean... Okay, thank you. It it could be... They're, they're like arguing with each other over the truthfulness as you kind of walk through and they just keep going up the sh- you know, up the stairs and uh, you make it all the way up to the upper deck. Uh, it's swarming with sailors going about their normal tasks of keeping the ship running. Um, anybody you're looking for? Uh, I, I'm assuming the captain is below deck uh, with uh, Rizelle still. Uh, give me a perception check. But either the captain or if somebody is giving orders, um, a first mate even. Uh, uh, two. You do not see Roselle. You do not see Captain Raylene anywhere. Uh, however, standing there, um, conferring with a couple other of the sailors, you see the blue Triton um, female uh, talking with Labash, the uh, orc... Um, the bosun, let me just double check. I think he's the bosun. I like how Labash is the muscle of the group, yeah. Le- just throws Garthon off, yeah. Labash is standing Garthon. there alongside the Triton. They seem to be talking with a couple of the sailors. The sailors kind of peel away from the two of them. Um, they both look to see you standing there, and they kind of cross their arms, heads cocked. And you watch as the Triton leans over. I think I shall take those two on guard. And well, anyways. Uh, oh no, they were they were fine. It was it was me. Um, I heard that somebody needed some uh, medical assistance, and I wanted to offer that. Labash goes. I don't think any woods. Uh, I. We just we need a surgeon for you know when we get in and out of tussles. Oh. Uh... So nope, nobody needs help right now? Not right now. Mostly, I would imagine, you and your friends do, but... No, we're, we're good. Are you a surgeon? We, I mean... I'm, I'm not a surgeon, but, you know, I call upon the some of the powers of the divine in order to help bring some vitality back in, oh, so you into are. the lives of injured... But you can heal, then, mate. You're a good healer. Hmm... Uh, not that practice, but I, I can heal, yes. Oh. Well. It is not my <laughs> occupation, as it were. But I when will, in need, I do have the capabilities. I will drop a word to Captain Raylene, but uh, sorry. Going to have to ask you to go back down below, please. But of course. And I'll do a little bow and head back down. Okay. Really trying to smooth things over. For yeah, before. you watch, as, you watch <laughs> as the two of them just kind of watch you and then watch you. 
and, and then you begin to make your way back down below where uh, you find both Medi and Jin standing there. Um, like I was saying, Medi, camels that have two humps are better than the one hump ones because they store more water. So you're saying that the value of a creature is how much water it can fit in its body? Yes. Why? So you don't die of thirst? <laughs> so, wait a second. If you were dehydrated, does mm -hmm. that make you less valuable? Yes. Wait, hold on. Think about that one. Mm -hmm. Really good. Well, it's turning. Uh, if you think about it, if you're dehydrated, you're you're not going to do your work as efficiently. Mm. But then I don't want to devalue anybody. Mm -hmm. This was supposed to just to be about camels. But what what about smaller creatures? What about our small compatriots? Are they less valuable to you because they're small and cannot hold? As Garthen well? frightens me. Yes, he should. Frighten you. <laughs> hmm. So if we dehydrate out the small ones so that they're like raisins, it's a problem, right? They just have no value to you anymore? I mean, I will always treasure Garthen's friendship with me. He's always treated me with kindness, especially after he drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost a little too touchy for me when he drinks, but that's okay. <laughs> Tabaxi assassin. <laughs> so you guys watch as Omni kind of comes back down the stairs. Three of you are back there again. Rizel, go ahead and give me oh an investigation my. check really quick. So, being in the kitchen for the better part of about 20 to 30 minutes, it's functional at best. Most of the preserved foods are either pickled, dried, salted. Um, there's a variety of meats and uh, stuff like that. You, you seem content to allow Samuel to keep working on the bread, though he keeps referring to it as pork. Um, no, hey, um, uh, what's your name? They call me Ruzel. Ruzel? Oh, yeah. That's kind of a cool name. I can't I... wait till we meet the new chef. You should have seen what happened to the other one. Oh, wait. what What happened to the old one? Oh, dinner ate it. Who? Dinner? Oh, they ate some of his dinner or he was. Oh, no, he was prepping something and it ate him. Oh, well, that's that's fast, right fascinating, ain't it? Yeah, you gotta be careful what they bring us to prepare. All right, well, I'll make note of that. How's your pork going? Oh, it's it's ready for it's ready for the pot. All right, uh, well, um, you should probably probably get working on that now. Now, okay. And he kind of walks over. He goes back to, and then he gets a frying pan. He's now taking chunks of dough and. Putting it in a frying pan on the open flame. Okay. Now, did he put oil in the pot, in the pan? 
your passive would tell you no because it's already beginning to like char and get a bit rough. I would like to go and I would like to gently nudge him out of the way. Um, and I would like to remove the pan from the open flame and put it to a surface where it is not going to catch anything else on fire. Okay. Oh, it's cooking, that. I, 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 Laddie, Laddie, I, can I? My name's Samuel, not Laddie. Uh, well, Samuel, can I give you another job? Oh, yeah, I like jobs. It's... It's a really important job. Oh, good. You know what? that? Yeah. Because I can tell you're really good at what you do. Oh, I, yeah. All right. So I want you to go, and I want you to go and ask every single one of the people in... Are there other people Are there other people in this kitchen right now? No, it's just you and Samuel. Okay. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look around, um, and then I'm going to... Uh, scratch that, scratch that. I want you to go, and I want you to look through... Are there... Are there lemons or limes? Oh, wait. Lemons and lime. I don't know what those are. I, we got a bunch of orange, green, and yellow, and uh, purpley things down. Oh I, oh, I know now. I remember what they are. Yeah, I oh, can get perfect. those. All right. I want you to go, and I want you to take a little little rag or something, and I want you to wash all of them. Can oh. you do that for me? Well, yeah, I guess I could. It's very important you get them washed, or else you're going to eat the salt that goes in them because they're washed with salt water. Give me right. a persuasion check, please. Um, that's an 11. Uh, beats my natty one. I, yeah, I could do that all day long. That sounds cool. And he kind of, he's nattering to himself as he walks away. And makes his way out of the mess or out of the kitchen. Um, there's a clattering noise, like he tripped on something, and then kind of just disappears into the background. Um, so you're going to be cooking for the remainder of the time. So go ahead and give me a sleight of hand. Is a... 24? Okay. 24. Now, go ahead and give me performance with advantage. Um, and then that is an 18. Nice. Now, roll a d12 for me. It is a 2. 2. So... You have managed to make something you can call whatever you want when you present it for the evening's meal, and it will give anybody who eats it two temporary hit points for 24 hours. Nice. <laughs> so, Gatharin, you're currently sleeping away, taking on that long rest. At this point, all of you can go ahead and take the benefit of a short rest if you want to. But Omni, Jin, and Mehdi, you pretty much have most of the day down here to yourselves. There is an echoing sound of someone singing and singing a weird song. I like to wash lemons and limes. Washing lemons and limes. Lemons and limes. And it's kind of like creeping up through the floorboards, you know, someone down in the hole. I sing along the whole time. 
<laughs> at some point, at, at, at like you know, half an hour into the short rest, I just fling something at Jin. Shut up. <laughs> there are nicer ways to ask. Ah. Uh, Omni would like to use divine sense and see basically detecting good and evil. See if there are any undead celestial fiends. What's the range on that feet. again? 60, 60? feet. Yep. Okay. And I'll probably like do it once or twice up and down the ship to get Fair enough. everything. Oh, if he becomes close to Jin, I pay. Well, okay. yeah. Yo, same. Yeah. We, I, was that common knowledge for Omni? Would, would, I, would we know uh, this? He never explicitly states it. He kind of just gives off hints like, oh yeah, I don't really, I don't. Okay. And when he goes on to, uh, he always volunteers to clean the bottom of the hull of the ship and scrape it off. And he goes, he stays underwater for way too long. Yeah, underwater breathing is it common though. I mean, other, okay. other, cool. and it's not that you know the specifics about Medi and Jin's background, but when you've performed this before on the ship for Captain Trinity, it's one of the reasons why he made you a first mate, because your ability to kind of decipher potential, if not spies, but individuals that would be better off not serving on the Maximizer. Um, as you kind of drift up and down, a lot of, a lot of energies that feel a bit both calming, perplexed, nothing specifically good or evil. There's a lot of selfish behavior in this crew, um, which is a little bit odd. I mean, they, you know, you may not know the specifics of the boat, but it doesn't seem to be particularly anything that would strike you as a dangerous or dangerous vessel, but there's secrets here. Mm. There's a secret somewhere to be found here, but you're just you're just picking up these weird sense of energies. Would I get any pings for any uh, celestial fiend or undead aside from companions? No, definitely not. Okay. Anybody else want to do anything? Howl crass. Has digitation to make lemons and limes trinkets in my hand. Okay. And I, I kind of just hum softly along. <laughs> lemons and limes. Lemons and At some point, Labash comes down to see the three of you. Um, so, well, you've made yourselves at home. Um, you're not going to do much good dressed in all that. So here's some leathers. And each one of you some leather armor, the three of you, tosses down an extra set for both Rizel and Catharn. Um, then tops some tosses down some sabers and daggers, not in the best shape, um, and some basic, very simplistic spun tunics, breechcloths, um, and pretty much that's it. Piles it up. This, uh, take what you need. If you don't need it, just throw it in the box there. We'll deal with that later. Thank you. Uh, yes, Maddie. Question for the DM. Um, uh, is there perhaps a not very good but usable rapier? Uh, give me a investigation check. Oh, I'm good at that. 
Hey, can you check and see if there's two in there? I'm very good at that. 27. 27. Sifting through this pile of weapons, most arrested and pitted and not in very good shape, you do come across one particular dagger that looks to be in decent shape, and you come across a longsword that looks to be in decent shape. Take them both. Okay. Other than that, no, no real distinct finery in here. You get the feeling this is probably pulled from like a common box that's probably rotated through crews that come and go on a regular basis. Not very well kept. What was the Triton's name? Uh, Amath. A-M-A-T-H-E. So, the mid-morning passes in, or, yeah, the mid-morning passes into afternoon. Soon, Gatharn, you wake up, and I'll say at this point, all of you can now have the benefit of a long rest at this point. Um, As Gatharn wakes up, I'm just over, like, looking at him. Good morning. I punch him. <laughs> Give me a d20. Fifteen. Oh wait, sixteen. As he goes to punch me, I just go say good morning. <laughs> you rouse Gatharn out of his hammock. At some point, Roselle, you make your way down there as well to get familiar with even though you're in the kitchen, you are expected to be down here in the in the common quarters with everybody else. Um the five of you are now together. It's early evening. Um, the captain's mess will be available shortly. Uh, Amoth, you've been told that Amoth is going to lead the five of you to her quarters. And Roselle, you will be responsible for serving the meal as well as, you know, being involved in the conversation that will transpire. At some point, Labash shows up. The five of you seem to be, if not fitted, at least in better shape than when you were originally brought on board. Uh, Omni looks like they're wearing the exact same thing, uh, okay. except there would be a, a a bit more of a decorative sash kind of across their waist. Okay. Uh, you five come with me. Uh, Roselle, why don't you run ahead and uh, prep the table? Uh, Captain Raylene's waiting for you. Um, come with me, mates. And the five of you, the four of you follow Labash up to the top deck. Um, the four of you, uh, minus Roselle, because Roselle, you're inside. The four of you give me perception checks, please. Maddie, is it Ruzel? Ruzel? How do you say it? Ruzel, right? Yeah. Ruzel. Got it. Like Brazil. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ruzel. Got it. Thank you. Two. Yeah. 17. Okay. 21. Okay. Dirty 20. So the four of you being on deck, there's a familiar smell. Smell of salted calamari being cut up and hung and barreled off to the right. Just huge, massive piles of tentacles. Every now and then you watch as a huge slab of meat are brought out. Um, two heavily um, uh, uh, bristling, muscly orcs are like cutting and prepping the food. 
You also recognize that you've moved on from the point that you were at before. You've now drifted a little bit more towards the direction of you remembering where the hurricane had hit the maximizer. Um, Labash kind of leading you across the deck. The crew seems capable and very reliable from what you can tell. They know their jobs. This is a ship that knows how to run itself. Uh, crews are coming and going and doing all sorts of things. You get to a door. Labash reaches up. <laughs> yes, dear. Let them in, if you would, please. Uh, the door opens up. Enjoy your meal, mate. Hey, little gobbo. I'll see you later on tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Labash. It shuts the door as the four of you make your way in. Uh, the four of you come in to see uh, Roselle standing there by her seat. The table is pretty much dressed with not the finest food in the world, but better than you've seen in the pat better part of a few weeks. Um, the food smells good, looks good. Uh, Roselle's handiwork seems to have done its due diligence. Um, all of you wait for the captain to seat. The captain seats. She puts one leg up on the table, starts poking at the food, takes a bite. Oh, my. You are a good chef. I know. Mmm, this is nice. I haven't had good eatings like this since um, poor old Will. Well, anyways. Um, uh, so, please, if all of you would take a seat so we can discuss things. And, um, Gathan, don't, don't be too hard on Labat. She's he's just kind of egging you on. He's, he's got a personality. It's a bit like that, if you know what I mean. I pull oh, out yeah, all those breaking wind tribes are like that. Mm. It, okay, they are. Um, anyways, um, please have a seat. Dig in. I pull out Omni's chair for him. You are a good bosun. <laughs> I'm the bosun. He's the bosun. Oh. Thank you, Jin. Oh, the, Jin, then what is your title on ship? Cabin boy. Cabin boy? Is that what you guys call? Is that my nickname? Cabin boy. <laughs> oh, well, very well. We shall refer to you as cabin boy. I have many moppings and laundries to do. That's sounds perfect. Oh, and if you need any uh, repairs with wood, I am very handy with a hammer. Oh, I like a man that knows his hammer. It's good skills to have. Her nostrils flare a bit. I just look over. Uh, Omni looks over to Medi and just kind of squints in confusion like, is she flirting with him? I look over at Gatharn and I help. <laughs> help. So, so you guys all now have Captain two... Boy's got to service the captain. You all have uh, two temporary hit points for the next 24 hours as you begin to eat Roselle's food. So, Diaz, um, how long have you been serving with Captain Trinity? Seven months. Ah, see, so you'd seen a bit of Nicodranus in Port Zoon with him. Um, did he ever share with you why he decided to sail out here during the hurricane season? I was surprised when his brother sent word to me that uh, Trinity had gone missing. Thought he'd be safely at uh, Zoon enjoying the break. But we found out that he sailed and sailed out here. Prime hurricane. Well, not prime, but near the end of hurricane season. 
Did he share with you why he decided to leave Doc? No. This uh, this plan seemed to be pretty close to, to the vest. Ah, yes. He can be like that. Quite stubborn, that family. Anyways. He didn't well, seem really excited, though. Excited, did he? Hmm. What can you guys, what can all of you tell me about that evening that the hurricane struck or the rogue wave destroyed his ship? Anything interesting happened that night? Mm. Well, I'm not. Sorry, this one was chewy. <laughs> take, me in. take one point of bludgeoning damage to your teeth. <laughs> it's okay. My temp hit points will soak some of it. Jin, um, hmm. remember we want to try and avoid speaking while we are chewing, especially squid because it is very chewy. Is that bad manners? Uh, it's, you know, it's, we, we are at dinner and it is a conversation, so it, it is to be expected a little bit, but you, protocol, etiquette. I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> Omni and I were supposed You're... to go on a date and a dinner date, and then this rogue tidal wave came in and capsized the boat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to chew and talk at the same time. Shit. <laughs> It's it's fine. It's I just wanted to let you know. It's okay. And it wasn't a dinner date. We were just going to be eating dinner. But when I said it was a date, you nodded and smiled. Okay. That's uh it's a never mind. It's a, it's a saying. Um <clears throat> please continue. Um shall I get doilies for dinner? I mean, this seems very sensitive here. I just don't like it when he yells at me. Oh, dear. He was not yelling at you. You are Thank you. adorable. Thank you. He's our delicate cabin boy. <laughs> oh, not when I get done with him. He won't be. I look at Garth and I just... <laughs> help. There was no euphemism when he said he was good with a hammer. He meant an actual hammer. Oh, I know, dear. I know. Okay. In his penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm speaking of which, so glad is, you clarified that for me, dear. Is Gatharn uh, in his kilt back again? Like he is, he's still naked. I'm, I'm still, I'm still wearing that cell cloth as a kilt. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> That's about all he's wearing. Cool. And I didn't even grab any of those weapons. And festooned with tattoos as well as he always is. So. Captain Trinity decides to leave port during his downtime, makes his way to the part of the sea that's quite dangerous. His ship goes missing, presumed destroyed. After all, you were floating on a piece of it, and he's nowhere to be found, and no one has any idea what he was doing, is what you're telling me. Well, I was on deck. Sounds about right. That's... Intriguing. It's we intriguing to say the least. I know it seemed like something hit the ship when we got hit. What do you no mean? No way we tear it like that. What I do you mean, mean Gathar? Like something that was in the water hit us. Hit you? But it sounds like the wave turned you over, don't you think? I've been in many a storm. No wave is 
that big is torn a ship asunder like ours. It sounded like the timbers were being torn. And where were you when you heard and experienced all this? On deck. Hmm. Interesting. Battening down the hatches and trimming the mainsails and other pirate talk. Are you a pirate, dear? Sailor no, talk. No. <laughs> Pri- privateer. Privateer. Yes, I think... I'm private about my tears. <laughs> and I think I'm when, public about my tears. <laughs> whenever we're in port, perhaps best to discuss it in that manner. You get my meaning. Now, yes. let's talk about value, shall we? Now, Roselia has earned her way. Um, Labash tells me, Omni, you're decent with the healing, so to speak. So um, I would expect good protocol from someone that has served as a first mate. Uh, many skills? What skills do you come by? Navigation. Oh, I could definitely use your assistance. I haven't had a, uh, I haven't had a navigator on my ship in some time, and it gave up on that oily little group of people I was dealing with. Uh, perhaps you could come look at my charts and make sure that uh, none of them are forgeries, as they say. No, dear, I'm not flirting with you. I do have charts that need to review. I, okay. Just, you know, just curious. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm more likely to be a snack for someone like you anyway, so. <clears throat> just saying, dear. I, I was more, I just had a question about oily group of people. Oh, yes, the cartographer guilds are notoriously, well, difficult to work with. You can... If you don't pay their wage, you're never quite sure what maps and charts you get. But I'm sure you could look them over for me and determine whether or not they're, well, legitimate. So when you don't pay somebody for the job they're going to do, they might do a bad job. Got it. Or their price, which is horrendously bloated. She picks a piece of meat out of her teeth and flicks it across the room. Anyway. For those of you, uh, well, I've already decided that Jin can be the cabin boy. If Gathon is not beaten to an absolute pulp tonight, I'm sure um, some gunner's mate work would do nicely for you, Gathon, since you have some bosun background, perhaps? I was bosun on the Trinity. Ah, good. My cannons and crews could use additional help and hands. Now, shall we discuss wages now that you've been... Entered into the record book. <clears throat> oh, are, are we Question to be first. permanent yeah. members of your crew? Oh, I don't know. We'll see, dear. Yeah, Maddie? Oi, um, I, I got a question for you, Captain. Yes. Um, what, did, what had occurred to the last, uh, last cook you got? Oh, well, that was just some nasty business. I wouldn't worry about that. I'm sure it won't happen again. It'll be fine. I, I, insight I think check. <laughs> Go ahead. Make Translation: check. They died horribly. <laughs> yeah, that basically. Go ahead and finish your question, Roselle. You're following I, up. I think that's uh, rather important. There, um, you know, I, as a as a professional myself, I'd uh, like to 
you know, know exactly what I'm getting into, you know. So, Roselle, give me persuasion. Omni, what'd you get? 30-20. She's definitely purposely holding back some information. It's okay. It's it's fine. You you can totally tell us what happened. I mean, we're part of the crew now, right? That can is... I persuade her? Or uh, give her advantage real quick? Uh, yeah, you can give Rizal advantage if you okay, want. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, uh, oh, God, I'm sorry. I can't do math. Um, Seven. Math. It's it's not that. It's, uh, it's an 18 plus 7, whatever that is. 25. 25. Thank you. So she kind of like, well, to be honest, we thought it was dead. We found a tiger shark floating. And, well, tiger shark's good eating when in a pinch. We brought it down below for our chef to work on it. When I went down there later to check on him, see how it was coming out. The shark had choked to death on old Samuel's body, but it's... Or old Wyndham's body. So it, it happens. We made a mistake. I will make sure that my crew, they deliver food to you that is actually oh, oh, a protein that is actually dead, not alive. Hey, fine with that. All right. Yeah. Old Wyndham, he was a good chef. He'll be missed. But I seem to have found a good replacement. Now, to... Talk about wage. I can pay you 10 silver a day for the duration of the journey. Once we get to our location, our first location, um, and a completion of that job, I can give you a bonus of 10 gold apiece. And uh, once we reach the destination of the revels, I can give you a, a signing bonus because, well, you signed into the roster, but I dole out the bonuses at the conclusion of the voyage. Uh, 50 gold a piece. And you're free to keep that equipment you wish. We've always seemed to have plenty in storage. Now, have any of you heard of the floating island? Are any of you aware of the revels? If you are on Trinity's vessel, you should know of the revels a bit. That is our second destination. We're maybe a week or two from finding the current that'll take us there. I do have a couple of messages to deliver to other captains before we make our way so that they know where to find the location. Um, and, uh, well... Would that be a... Say that again, Gathar? History. History uh, check. What are you trying to figure out? Uh, how much I know about the rebels and stuff like that, because I wouldn't be talking to the captain or the first mates or anything like that. Right, I would I'd say I would say being seafaring individuals, most of you know that the rebels are basically a one week long kind of celebration that occurs on an island that's referred to as the floating island, the hidden the hidden island, some kind of island that for some reason remains uncharted. Um, this island is plays host for a week to anywhere from a hundred to a couple hundred vessels, like some of the more elite privateers of the many different guild houses that serve up and down the coast. It would be one of those bucket list items to tick off your list to finally be able to experience one of these sessions. And it sounds like that could be potentially your disembarking 
destination at this point, or or is if you decide not to sign on with another ship, uh, I can re-sign you at that point on the rostering after the revels, and well, you can serve with me if you choose. Um, I will not force you to do anything you don't want to do. Perhaps there are other captains that uh, need more of your proffered skills than me. Um, clearly, I already have a first mate. I already have a bosun, and of course, I'm, <clears throat> I'm the captain. So, needless to say, there's not very many empty positions. Now, Who's the bosun? Oh, the bosun? Well, that would be Labash. You'll get to know him more. You had a bosun. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Either way, I win then, don't I? Who's first mate? <laughs> uh, that would be Amath, the gorgeous-looking triton that's been with me for some time. Who's your carpenter? He is pretty. Oh, um, I believe the bow. I be believe Labash would know that. I'm not really sure who it is. Labash. <laughs> Hang on. You said who was the first mate? A uh, math. The Triton. Ah, okay. There's there's so many names. Got it. <laughs> so, do you have any questions for me before we retire and go watch the um, festivities? Nope, that was my question. Where do I get to fight Labash? Do we dock do we ever dock in Marquette? On occasion, if a job arises sure currently i have no charters for marquette but one never knows when you attend the revels what your next job might be good i do have a question what's what's your pension on shore leave for holidays <clears throat> folks uh well depends on my business if my business takes me a day you have a day if my business takes a week you have a week you will be expected to do your normal duties during that time period. Um, but once we're docked and inshore, you're free to use your off time however you choose to do so. so. One one question yes. before we go. Yes. Um, I don't think I need too much clarification, but there was a certain way that traders were handled on our previous ship, and am I to assume that it would probably be similar on yours? Oh dear. Well, I can assure you, Captain Trinity was far more forgiving than I am. That's true, because one time I spilled wine on his nice white shirt that he likes to wear. You know, the, the one? Mm -hmm. The one with the frills that's really nice. Very yeah. elegant. I didn't say he was a good Kevin boy. And uh, just spilled it all over him. And he, he said, patted me on the back. He said, you know what, Jen? Everybody makes mistakes. But well, what did he do after that, Jen? <laughs> um, he had me whipped. Well, considering mm -hmm. Furbogs don't wear shirts often, I imagine it was his only good shirt. So It was yeah. his favorite shirt. I deserved it. <laughs> it... Here, we're a little bit less forgiving. Um, normally, you get thrown in the brig with no food or water for three days. After that, we let you bake in the sun for about a week. And then after that, well, sometimes we drag you. Sometimes we whip you. It just kind of de depends on Labash's sentiment of the 
particular situation. However, I think, Jin, you've already noticed that touching the captain is probably definitely verboten. Get my drift. I poke Omni in the face. Ow! I mean me, Jin. Whether or not Omni tolerates your bullshit's up to him. We'll talk but, about it later. Okay. So all of you finish the meal. Get up. She kind of flourishes with her hat and goes, please, after all of you, especially Gathan, this is going to be a pretty cool night. And that's where we're going to finish tonight, folks. We'll pick up next but time. But I want to punch LaBash! <laughs> we're going to pick up next time with our lovely Gatharn competition, as they say. Um, everybody hang out for a second. We are finishing a little bit early. I wanted to give Rizelle, excuse me, Maddie, um, a chance to uh, basically... What do you do for a living? You teach little ones, correct? I kind of? do a lot of things. Tomorrow, <laughs> I am an AP proctor for a high Mouse. school. Woo! Drop down, but there's no way back. Oh, teenagers don't need much teaching. You yeah, know, you're right. They mostly need yeah. beatings. Lots of beatings. Oh, teenagers know everything already. Figured <laughs> it all out. Totally fine. Listen. Be like, hey, you know? kids. Stay in school, and you too can play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet. <laughs> on the inter- on the interwebs, because there's math involved. On the interwebs is where we play this game, folks. On the interwebs. Yeah. So, with that, as always, everything you need to know about us is down below in the about section. Uh, pop on over to our Discord. We're looking to hit 100 followers to do a giveaway. Oh, the fun thing in our Discord, uh, and it will reset for Monday. Um, we do weekly dice giveaways for our Discord members, so pop on over, uh, roll a D1000, and win some dice. Other than that, everybody, thank you for coming out and watching. We really appreciate it, and we will see you all next week for some more Debtor's Gambit in the next episode as we watch Gatharn get beaten to death, or <laughs> vice versa. We'll have to see. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Bye. Bye. Bye.